Hello, Stripper Whispers. This is Corey Michaelis back with another episode of the podcast. And to let you know where I'm going to be doing stand-up comedy in the next couple weeks, if you are not interested, go ahead and press that 30-second fast-forward button twice and you'll get to the episode. This Wednesday, December 18th, my calendar says private gig, but I have no idea what that means or what that's for. If you know, let me know. Or if you want me to come do a private gig for you, uh, slide into my DMs. Uh, this Saturday and Sunday, the 20th and 21st, I'll be in Lincoln City, Oregon at Chinook Winds Casino. Next week's pretty much off uh, because of Christmas, but I will be doing a show in Renton on December 28th at the Civic Theater for Jam Co. Comedy Night. That's a super fun time, so come on out to that. If you're in the South Sound, uh, enjoy the episode. I love you all. Bye. Hello and welcome to Stripper Whisperer, the podcast where I get behind the G-string and interview (laughs) strippers about their lives outside the clubs, what it's like working in the clubs, and how we can all be good customers in their space. Today I am in Portland, Oregon, and I have with me Sasha. Say hey, Sasha. Hi. We're here um, with a fun episode in, in Portland because Portland in the country has the most strip clubs per capita. Is that true? Everybody yeah, it's says true. It? It's really true. Yeah. Okay. Because we always say it. I don't know if it's actually true. Um, if uh, Before we get started, if you'd like to put a face to the voice, check out Sasha on Instagram at Saint Sasha with an extra A at the end. S-A-I-N-T-S-A-S-H-A-A. Uh, or go over to our Patreon page and check out the video of today's episode. Let's go ahead and do a shot. You're joining me. Sometimes the ladies joining. don't join. I'm You're like, you. this is making me sick. I know. I, got drunk I don't. Last even, night, I don't even want to like look at it. Uh, just don't smell it or look at it. Just drink it. Ah, uh, take that. Capri Sun Chaser. Hmm. <laughs> That's a great idea. I don't know why more. Oh, you did though. <laughs> you sucked down the whole Capri Sun. That was nasty. I was walking through Safeway or the grocery store on the way here, and I thought to myself, like, I'm surprised more people don't do, like, kids' drinks mixed with alcohol. <laughs> I mean, maybe parents do. Maybe that's just how they roll, and people without kids don't. But yeah. uh, I do feel like there's some sort of... Do you feel like that's, like, weird? Would you feel weird? Like, I mean, as long as the kid's not there, <laughs> like, I feel like you're fine. You're golden. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, make a mixed drink. Uh, but don't give mixed messages. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. I'm into it. Um, we always start the podcast off uh, with a little recap for each other on how we met. It's kind of fun sometimes because a lot of times the women are like, I don't remember you because <laughs> there's like 400 guys a week coming into the yeah. club. But uh, go, yeah, we met. How? We met through a mutual friend. I was hanging out at a friend's house and you were like in town crashing there. Yeah. And that's, that's how we met. That's pretty much exactly it. Uh, there is, so there was talk that you were going to come to the comedy show that night. And then she's like, she couldn't make it. She had a fucking rough day and she's staying home and she's yeah. shopping online instead. And pretty I was like, much. That sounds perfect. Pretty much. And then I crashed in the basement of, uh, of our mutual friend, who's also 
Uh, she is also a stripper, and I've interviewed, and uh, we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. She's great. She's great. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave it at that. Uh, but uh, I, uh, I've come to Portland a lot because I'm in Seattle, and uh, then the actual sort of like meeting, because we didn't talk much, I just kind of was like a hey, hey, when I met you at her house, uh, was at Devil's Point, which is where you primarily work in Portland, right? Yes. That's my, my jam, my is club. Is it like your home club? Is that what you call it? Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. We have that in comedy. That's one of the things about the podcast is how similar comedy and comedians are to strippers and strip clubs mm-hmm. and the way we work and the... It's true, of, actually. Yeah. It's not far off at all. Yeah, because you have like an act, you have like a... You have a stage act. You probably have stuff you do off stage. Pretty. I have like go to like jokes that I'll crack oh, on stage and stuff I'm for into sure. It. Can you? Th- I'll I'll make you think of some and you can tell us in okay. a few minutes. I won't put you on the spot. Okay. But uh, um, so I went in. I met you there, and I met a couple other dancers that uh, that afternoon. It was right before a show that I was having at Helium in Portland, Oregon. Great comedy club. And so then that's like sort of the official meeting. We hung out and. I think we may, you weren't, you maybe weren't drinking. I was drinking for I sure. I wasn't drinking at the time, I don't and, think. Uh, and then... Oh, uh, short-lived. <laughs> <laughs> Good decision. Yeah. Short-lived. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's, everything's fine. I'm everything's doing great. Everything's fine. I don't have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I have a problem. You have I a problem. Swear. I don't have a problem. <laughs> so I'm going to have more Capri Sun. Um, I'm going to have more of this... Uh, flavored water. Yeah, so what Safeway does is they copy LaCroix and they have Soleil, Soleil. And this one's Kiwi Watermelon. Pretty good. It's pretty good. There's probably stuff in here that's going to kill us, right? Even though there's no sugar and no calories. I'm sure. Is it possible to make something that tastes good uh, that won't kill you? Yeah, look, ingredients, carbonated water, natural flavors. Mm Mm-hmm. That's it? Yeah, that's all it says. Well, maybe not. Maybe we're okay. Natural flavors. <laughs> natural. My ass is a natural flavor. Um, <laughs> all right. So you dance. You you're a stripper. Do you? What do yes. you say? Do you say I'm a dancer? I'm an exotic dancer. I'm a stripper. I say I'm a stripper. Okay. I like try to own it. Yeah. Yeah. And does everybody in your life know that you strip? Yes. Everybody. Ex- no. Everybody does know now. I think it was this past Christmas where my parents finally like <laughs> broke it to the relatives. <laughs> But yeah, no. Do you like your socks? Oh, also, she doesn't wear any clothes for work. (laughs) Yeah, because at first, like, because, you know, they're older. So we were just telling them that I pole dance and that I'm like a go-go dancer. Okay. But then, like, eventually, I think one family member found my stripper gram or something. And so my mom was like, so I guess we'll just face the fact that Sasha's a stripper. That's really funny. As if that's such a whatever. I get it. Maybe if you're, I feel like, as a dad or a grandpa, there could be, like a little bit of like, I don't know. I feel about that. You also can't. Like my parents can come to a comedy show and they do all the time. It's not like you're yeah dad's gonna come right no no yeah like moms at work uh, this actually just happened last week actually like people will bring their moms in yeah i can but, see that for sure. and my dad's like supportive it's just i like <laughs> we're just like no you're not gonna come to see me at work po- yeah supportive to a point you <laughs> yeah. feel like maybe you're like well i don't know if i can right fully support uh but be on the same team as you and be like go for it That's yeah great. um how long have you danced I've been dancing for, in September, it'll be six years. Oh, okay. Wow. Six yeah. years. 
and uh, you oh, I'm sorry, five years. I got that wrong. Eh, whatever. And uh, you mostly in Portland. Yeah, poor. I mean, because I live here now, now but I yeah. started dancing initially in Canada, and then back. I went back home to LA where I was living at the time. Okay, danced there, and then moved to Vegas and danced for a while, and then moved here. Okay, so born in LA. Yes. And then, how'd you end up in Canada? Um, I was visiting was a friend. <laughs> no, it was a girl, but okay, it was okay. I was visiting a friend, and she was a stripper. Mm. And I, I was a model at the time, but okay. I was like, okay, I guess if I want to try this, like not doing it in LA is a good idea. Sure. So I was visiting her, auditioned at her club and, uh, yeah, I fell, really? I fell in love with it. Yeah. So. And how long did you stay there doing it? I stayed there for a couple weeks. Okay. All right. Yeah. Gotcha. And then returned home to LA. Yeah. And then where did you work when you were in LA? What, what clubs? I haven't been to any I, I worked at, I first started at Cheetahs and okay. then I danced at... Uh, Jumbo's Plan B. I hate the name of that club. Jumbo's Clown Room, right? Yeah, it's Jumbo's Clown Room. Every time I've driven by there, there's a big old line, so I just keep driving. Yeah, it's a good club. It's a okay. good like show club. Like okay. they know how to put on a show there. That's fun. And then I danced. Plan B. At, yeah, <laughs> it's I was again? like, do y'all know that you named your club after an emergency contraceptive? Yeah, and then also like the second choice yeah and they were like they said they named it that because they were like when plan a falls through you go to plan b okay but so i'm like still bit. you're you're admitting to like being second place basically yeah, that's interesting choice but uh sometimes bars strip clubs lean into the like hey we're a little weird we're a little off the beaten path yeah. we're a little funky so i could see maybe that maybe worse from i don't know yeah. was it a good club it, it's a great club. It's okay. just a little too stuffy for me. Gotcha. It's a little more like, oh, I just flew in from Dubai and I came to see some titties. Oh, really? And then they still go with the plan B? Yeah, plan? right. Interesting. Well, I'll have to check it out because I'm curious now. Yeah. And then, and then, so, and then Vegas for a bit, like just travel dancing or like you lived in Vegas? I moved there okay. for my ex-girlfriend who's uh-huh. terrible, but okay. <laughs> we won't talk about her. Sure. But I moved there for her because that's where she was living. Yeah. And um, I lived there. I lasted five months before just shit hit the fan and I hated it there. Okay. And I was like, bye. Yeah. Yeah. What club's there? Uh, oh, God. Like a lot. Okay. All of them. All of them. I've only been to Rhino and that's not true. I've been to Rhino and Sapphire and one near near Old Town or downtown, but maybe not technically in it. Maybe My it primary in. one was Palomino in North Las Vegas. Because it was the only nude club with alcohol there. So there's nude like, and alcohol at Palomino. Yeah. Okay, I'll have to remember that. It's nice, too. It's a fun club. And you prefer nude for a reason or just... Usually, I mean, usually more, more money. money. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And usually. alcohol with nude combined yeah. in Vegas. Yeah. Pretty good combo. Okay. And then, um, oh, we got to rewind for a second. Uh, your girlfriend, none of my business... But you, you like ladies? You like people? I'm you're gay. Like, oh, you're gay? Yeah, I'm okay. gay. Got it. <laughs> All right. Do you, got, do, you have, do you let on to that at it's work? It's not something I like. I, I noticed that dudes like like bi girls but okay, once they right. find out that they don't stand a chance at all they're yeah. a little put off yeah so that's why i don't really advertise it sure 
But like if somebody asks, like I don't, I don't lie. I'll tell sure. them, but I don't sure. advertise it for sure. Interesting. That's interesting. I, you're a first for the podcast, I think. Really? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. We'll find out. I will we'll release your episode first and then you will be a first. Okay. For the podcast. <laughs> uh, great. And, um, you, I mean, I, you know, this question can sometimes come off as weird, but like, why do you dance? Why do you, yeah, why did you choose, you fell in love with it, your friends, yeah. sort of like she was, and you t- wanted to try it? Yeah, it started town, with just curiosity. Out yeah, out of yeah. country. Curiosity, um, okay. Just curiosity, and I liked the idea of like making a quick dollar, like instant cash, just yeah. right there in your hand immediately. Yeah. And that alone, I think, is pretty addicting. So that sure. that's definitely one of the reasons why I continue it. But I really do like love gambling, it. Gambling, but you almost always win. Yes, <laughs> yeah, almost, almost. You break even or win. Sometimes you can lose depending know, on the club. You got to pay. Yeah, the clubs. We'll but no, I really do too. love it, and I love pole dancing. So okay. yeah. Do you do any pole work or competitions or anything like that outside of the clubs? I or don't. Have you? I don't compete in the competitions Uh i usually will judge them which i think is hilarious because i'm not even that good oh funny but it doesn't i mean it doesn't take much to have to to be able to judge the competition you you know what you know it's good (laughs) yeah um got any jokes yet got any of those jokes that you normally tell oh well there's like a couple lines that i just always say like whenever they're like i'll always say like oh you know just doing the lord's work or something like that and that'll get some laughs that's fun um that's I always say, like, teachers tension. said I'd amount to nothing and look at me now. Like, uh-huh. it's just stupid shit. But, like, they, when people are drunk, they think it's... Years. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when people are drunk, they think it's funny. No, those are funny. Those are great. So, <laughs> what a uh, joke essentially is, is um, breaking tension, surprising people. Yeah. That's what, that's what makes people laugh. And then, like, if you go deeper into a joke, it's, like, fulfilling the audience's expectations with a twist. Mm-hmm. And so, like... If they expect you to say something flirty and then you say it and it's like super funny, yeah, that really is gonna make people laugh because they're expecting you to kind of like, you know, I'm just up here, so it sounds so, like you know, and then you flip yeah. it like doing the Lord's work and they're like, ah, oh, that's great, yeah. So yeah, those are good. Uh, come up, keep coming up with more of those. Okay, we're gonna. That's what I'll do is I'll probably like make a start making a list of all the things the gals say and then i'll start i'll say you think we can spread around the country yeah i say like thank you so much i love your money ah great just stupid shit that's fun i love it um and then so six years or uh, almost five years several different places um you recently moved to la and then came back (laughs) yeah okay i I went back home for a hot minute and thought i'd be set there but then i realized i left for a reason and it was fun, though. I got to live with my best friend for the time that I was there. Right. But, uh, and the reason was? I think, honestly, I was just getting a little stagnant here or, like, bored. Yeah. And I need constant, like... Right. Yes, yeah, shit changing and stuff. Totally. But then I got back home and saw how much trash was there, not including the people, and, like, <laughs> came back. So the reason you left was just that... that the trashiness of it yeah i just after living in portland it's so beautiful here and like i have i have a much bigger like friend network out here and stuff and in la like i left for so long that i'm pretty much alone there now yeah Yeah. i have never i've I've enjoyed my time in la when i stayed at a buddy's house that's beautiful with a pool and i was all by myself in the house because he was gone for the week so like but that's not 
what I'm going to get if I move right. to LA. Yeah. The times I've spent where I'm like in one of the f- international district areas or Chinatown areas, uh, not that there's anything wrong with those, but they're not like they can like a crummy apartment with a buddy on his couch. I'm yeah. Like, this is probably what it would be like right. if I moved here for comedy. Yeah. I don't know if I can do that until I can like actually afford to live somewhere that's like, mm-hmm. and everything is an hour I, apart. Like, oh yeah. I, you type, you, like I'd go to two shows in a night and I'd be like at a show and I'd be like, all right, where's the next show? And it's like an hour away. I'm like, weird. So I go to that one. And I'm like, all right, you guys want to go grab drinks? Cool. Where you want to go? Here. You ch- type it in. And it's like, how's that an hour yeah. away too? It's like how's two everything? blocks down, but just because of traffic. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, and uh, yeah, what do you, so you like? Uh, you like the pole dancing. Yeah. Um, you I like, like the money parts. Cash. <laughs> uh, I like that I kind of get to, especially like for my age, I get to be my own boss. Like mm-hmm. I can make my own schedule and stuff. And I don't know. It's it's very nice to have this sort of, to be like an independent contractor. Yeah. And have the freedom to work when you want to work. Yeah. And not when you want. And if, if you're responsible, I mean, you could probably work Physically, you probably can't work every night. But if you wanted yeah. to work every night, you probably could, especially in Portland. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you like least about? I oh, it's always, always, always going to be the same thing. It's the which, I mean, you don't get it too often up here. Customers trying to touch, but it's when a customer tries to touch, like yes. you just hate it. Yes. And then yeah. when you try to say or when you let them know that it's not allowed or something and they're like oh well the other girl let me other girl it's annoying because it's like okay but i'm letting you know i'm letting you know clearly that i don't want to be touched so why are you pushing it and they always do so that's irritating but when it happens and so the rules in the clubs here is it all is it different club to club is it um is it law that people are following when it comes to touch or is it just like policy of the club or just individual? I feel like that's something I should know. And I don't honestly, as far as whether or not it's a law. Right. But, um, I know that you're just, it's just a general rule. Like you're not supposed to touch. Right. (laughs) Right. I can touch you. You can't touch me. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, and then these clubs here are everyone I've been to is full nude and alcohol. Yeah. Is that all of them? Probably. Pretty much. Pretty There's close. one downtown I know of that um, it's nude optional. So okay. the girls, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you are, by the rules of your club as an employee of the club, supposed to buy, you know, song number two be fully nude or by third song be fully nude or is there anything like that uh, we do kind of like well do whatever you want just get nude by the end <laughs> yeah i mean basically and sometimes i mean you're supposed to be nude by the end but i like the club i work at now because it's like if you're not being tipped at all or something they don't really mind if you like just keep your yeah. clothes on they're not tipping so, yeah staring is stealing fellas it is so it's shoplifting <laughs> that's great uh shoplifting i like it um I don't like it, but I like that. Right. Word. <laughs> I like so, it. Um, so great. But you and you can you were saying today we were talking and you were you were like thrown off because you're like, oh, I thought I was picking up a shift at one club, but it's actually the other club. Yeah. So you can just kind of pick up shifts at multiple clubs. That's cool. Um, in town, well, or? it's because the two that I work at um, are owned by the same guy. Gotcha. So he'll it's yeah he'll hit you up if there's somebody missing at either club and be like hey can you cover the shift right right but yeah and when people hear about portland strip clubs they always are like oh 
uh, Acropolis or um, Castle which Diablo. Which I worked at as well. You which I also at? I worked which at all of those. Okay, yeah. you worked at them, but you don't anymore work at those. No. Okay. And uh, is it true that the guy at Acropolis owns like a beef cattle ranch? Yes. Okay, and so then like that's why the steaks are decent and good price. Yeah, you can get like a filet yeah. mignon there for uh, I think eleven dollars now. Yeah. 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 I and it's there. and it's nice. It's great quality too. Yeah, I go there for lunch like almost every time. And then, is it true or accurate that the guy who owns, or people, I don't know who it is, mm-hmm. Casa Diablo, that they, they were like trying to start a vegan restaurant, but it didn't work, and so they're like, "Fuck it, take your clothes off." I don't know or about that. that. Yeah, I just okay. know he's a horrible person. But we Fair won't enough. go there. <laughs> we won't go deep into that. Yeah, got it. Um, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, guys trying to... So it's interesting because Portland's progressive, very, and liberal, mm-hmm. um, and then lots of strip clubs. And then Seattle, politically, is very similar to Portland. Um, but the strip clubs, not very many, and they're very strict. Uh, no alcohol and no and only topless. So it's like... That's like LA. It's like the other end of the spectrum. Of yeah. Like, yeah, and... Um, I don't know if women make a lot of money. And I mean, I, I, you know, yeah. to me, and tell me your take on this, it's a little sleazier to have a venue where there's no alcohol and only topless. The, no alcohol part, because that means that nobody's coming in just to like have a drink mm-hmm. and just and also have naked women and give those women money. It's yeah. 100% just to see a naked woman which feel i don't know does that feel at all like weird i've actually never even one time thought of it that way i just don't like it because i think it perpetuates the idea that like oh blame it on the alcohol like you know Uh, what i mean like oh we can't have alcohol here because people will get crazy like no these are women these are human beings like you can't you know what i mean it's just you just don't touch and the reason why they don't have alcohol and nudity is because they're they're just perpetuating that idea like oh blame it on the alcohol yeah and then i'm sure there's plenty of touch yeah but i actually clubs. never even thought of it that way that like it's i don't know the only reason is because if you visit a seattle strip club like when i go in and i look around at who's there yeah. i feel like mm, not a like great not a lot of women yeah um a lot of individual guys that's what's yeah. fine those are all fine things but there's just a little something about it that makes me feel like it's a little sleazier. But some of those people that come in big groups or that come with their girlfriends or wives that come, they're the worst sometimes. Yeah. So I don't know. But you were starting to say, I don't think it's... Oh, I was going to say, I, I I, don't think there's any like thing that should be necessarily sleazy about going to strip clubs. Like I think right. it's sort of like a museum for human bodies. Like right. you get to go look at beautiful art. Right. But they're people clearly yes but um so i don't know i wouldn't think of it that way but it's just if people are going with bad intentions then that's sleazy that's sort of where i was thinking of like their mindset or their intentions yeah but um but i might be putting something on quiet reserved people who don't drink that's not fair to them so i don't know maybe that's me doing that to them and assuming that they are have a sleazy intention but a lot of the people who come and yeah. are drinking and are in big groups or bachelor parties are like the worst. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. 
Sometimes you, women are the butthole. worst. That's honestly. what I've heard. Sometimes, sometimes. I've heard this a bunch because they expect more or they th- why? They think that because they're women, it's okay for them to touch. Yeah. And this clearly is not all yes, female yes, strip yes. club customers. <laughs> but but you, very often they'll like feel free to just go ahead and grab onto you or touch you or something. Right. And that's absolutely not okay for right. anyone. Um, and do you have... And I, I like I, I want to focus on the positive, and we will talk about all the great things. But like, since we're on the topic, is there like a story or anything that's like this one time you won't believe what happened? This guy or this gal did this, or this thing happened, or I witnessed, or whatever. I mean, there's so honestly, like I have a lot of crazy experiences, but that's never really anything you want to revisit. Sure, fair, so we won't fair. go there. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. Um, f- like, what about? Like, I feel like I've never seen a fight in a strip club. Oh, God. I've been there when someone got shot. Oh, my God. Where was that? That was at Sinrock in Gresham when I was working. Gresham, Oregon. Yeah, that's why I won't work really in Southeast anymore. (laughs) Gresham is South. Southeast. East of Portland. Got it. Okay. And then not long after the shooting happened at Sinrock, somebody was stabbed at DV8, which was also in Southeast. Oh, boy. This is probably stuff I shouldn't be talking about. Ah, it's in the news. Yeah. It, it, it is all in the news. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways. Wow. So you were, but you were literally present at the shooting yeah. one. They, did, did they just like, all right, carry on? I didn't, or they shut I down? didn't, I was on stage for it and what? I didn't see it happen, but I heard the shot really? fired and then they just, I jumped off the stage and they rushed all the girls to the back room and wow. security got them out and they called the cops and stuff. Of course. And then yeah. shut down for the night, I assume? Honestly, I don't remember. It was a pretty. It was a long time ago. I'm trying to get you to say. And I'm nope, sure there was dancing. some. There was some alcohol involved as well at the Fair time. Enough. So, do you drink while working, or have you? I mean, do you? Oh, I mean, I don't. Can um, you or do you or? Yeah, like like guys should buy you drinks. Yeah, we're allowed to drink but, while we work out here. Right. Um, I try to limit myself just to white claws now because I'm trying to cut out the hard liquor. Perfect. But yeah. Yeah, White Claw. I have somebody, I saw a tweet. All about that, was, that alcoholic water. Oh, my gosh. That stuff is, it's like taking over the internet the last couple All months. All these memes about it yeah. and stuff. The one that I saw recently was funny. It wasn't even a meme. It was just someone who had tweeted, like, uh, my mom just had a White Claw and literally said out loud, mm, this would be good with vodka. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I've seen that so one. very funny. Like, it's so uh, funny. Like, it's great. Um, they're basically these, but they alcohol. are basically what we're talking about. Yeah, I just put vodka in this. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, maybe save a step and get white class. Um, so, what are all like your favorite like, your favorite things about working? Not not less like, like the money and the, but like working in the environment. Like, what do you like about it? Do you honestly make like, friends with the girls? Do you like what's yeah? All I'm all about like supporting other women and stuff. And my absolute favorite thing about having become a stripper and all my experiences is the, like the most amazing women I've ever met are strippers. Yeah, They really are. And on that note, you also meet a lot of like not great people, but the majority I've just been so amazed by so many women that I've met and worked with that. That's my favorite part by far. Gotcha. And now as someone who's a lesbian, yes, does, is it like, does that it's affect? a dream yes it, it is a dream no no it's not like that at all but well it's it, not like the idea of like 
Like it doesn't hurt to be working around tons of beautiful nude worst. women, but like yeah. I keep it professional. Of course. For the most part. I'm like, uh, for the most part. Uh, have you ever dated another stripper? I've like only dated strippers. Only dated strippers. <laughs> That's not true. I date I but date yeah. Several. But several. Yeah. And that you've worked with? It's just because, yeah. Okay. It's just because that's who ultimately I work so much that that's just where I end up meeting. Sure. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, it's like uh, people, I taught high school and people were like, you married to a teacher? When I was married, they're like, you yeah. married to another teacher? Because they just assume like, yeah, you get summers off and like, yeah, that's where you are all the time. You must be married to another teacher. They were so, I don't think they do it to plumbers. Like, I don't think they do it to <laughs> I know, another right? plumber. Like, yeah. so is your wife a plumber right, too? Right, right. Like, but I think it makes sense for someone who happens like uh, if somebody is in Thunder from Down Under, yeah, and he's gay. I'm yeah. sure people are like, I mean, dude, hey, like, is your boyfriend another, another dancer? Is your a dancer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's certain jobs where I think that's an assumption or a guess that maybe that's yeah. the case. Probably not. Typically stripping because typically I don't want to say typically, but like. You know, typically we assume strippers are straight. Yeah. Or we want to believe Which that. Which is so funny because the almost every stripper I've met is queer in some in sort some of way. way. Yeah, in some way. Right. But like very rarely will I meet another stripper who's like straight as a board. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I I think. So when I said you were the first, I just think you're the first that I'm aware of that is Just a straight lesbian. lesbian yeah. yeah. But and I mean, I've dated men before. It's just that I realized ultimately that's not for me. That's not, that's not, what, that's yeah. not what you're interested it's in. It's not for me. Not my cup of tea. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> my favorite podcast is Tuesdays with Stories. Check it out. They always say, not my cup of jizz. Which oh, my God. Perfectly works with, <laughs> there we go. with what you're saying. Um, so we like to talk about, you've talked about what some of the things that you prefer to not have happen from customers, but... If we flip it, let's just, what's a perfect customer? What's a perfect experience? What do you really enjoy when an individual or a group of individuals come to the club and they do, I mean, give you a bunch of money, sure, but like, what else? Like, could you describe? When they, honestly, when they come in and they understand the whole like concept of the experience, when they understand that our time, our time is money, literally. And so they, a lot of times, you know, it's just part of the job that you sit and spend time with someone. And then before you ask for a dance or something. Sure. And Some the clubs, most, yeah. That is not typical and it's a bummer. But yeah. You guys do it good up here. But go ahead. Like yeah. the most respectful thing you can do is understand that even though she's sitting with you, that also is her time. Yes. And just like what you did at Devil's Point, like tip her for her time while she's talking to you and stuff, right. as well as on the stage. And right. which is why it's not cheap to go to strip clubs, folks. Yes. But yeah. but yeah, just if you're looking for a cheap night out. Yeah. Just not wasting the dancer's time. And yes. then if you don't want to dance, like letting them know, like, hey, I'm not going to get a dance. But like if you need to like go hustle or something like that, you know, just being straight up. Yes. That's how I uh, really approached before even the podcast and talking to interviewing strippers. It was like I kind of figured it out pretty quickly of like what was going on yeah. and how it worked. And also that different clubs have different expectations and, and rules even, and different women have different things that they prefer. So I, when I get to a club and the first woman that talks to me, I'm usually like, so how does it work here? Like what's, yeah, that's smart. What is like, you know, what's typical here? How do, and then, and then there's language that's, you know, sometimes discreet or subtle of like, we can do this out here or we can go back and there's more fun. And then you're like, mm-hmm. 
what does that mean? And then they are still subtle. Usually they usually don't like reveal, but well, I um, hope it's just dancing, but I guess it depends I, on the club. The guys are always hoping. Yeah, but, of course. So, um, but usually the more fun line means like they can get more naked. Yeah, exactly. And then in some clubs there can be around the country there are, and this is a bummer for places where you don't want to be touched or there isn't touching, but a lot of clubs that, that allow that and women allow that in different spaces. Yeah. So, um, just cause that's the way it is. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I think, uh, what I've found is if it's been a while, like, do you have the police come in ever? And like check on what's going on. Uh, you mean so like just free, just like, to like see yeah, like, like they just, just pop like in a, to see how things are going. Right, like maybe not even really on a cover, but just sort of like like a fire marshal might show up to a bar. Do uh, they ever come I mean, and not go, that like, not that I've seen. Not supposed to be doing. Not that I've seen. Okay, right, or casing the joint secretly, maybe. Yeah. Right? Interesting. Um, so yeah, I always ask like, what are the rules of this club, and how does this club work? And uh, even that time is. I shouldn't say even, but that's typical. That's like I'm using her time and yeah. getting information from her. And like, I think that guys just assume, like, especially guys, maybe women too, that the talking part and the hanging out part before a dance mm-hmm. or without even getting a dance or while she's not on stage is just like, I don't know. I'm getting yeah. some. Like, they're get, they should get that for free. Yeah, exactly. And they should not. Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they should never expect it for free. Like, yeah. if they're straight up, like, planning on getting, like, a champagne room or something, and they're going to spend that much money, yeah. like, I can understand that then, but at least let her know in advance. Like, hey, let's hang out for a little bit, and then I'd love to get a champagne room. And right. then she's, of course, going to be down to hang out. Right, right, yeah. right. Which, in um, Portland, I've probably been in a handful of clubs, maybe a few more, actually, but most of them have been the... I don't know how to describe, how do you describe like no Portland strip clubs. Oh, contact. I was going to say like relative to the champagne room. Like most of them have just had like a little side area where the dance is Yeah, happened. yeah. I don't know that I've been in a Portland strip club where there are any, that are almost like Vegas style or gentleman's yeah. clubs. They're oh, more Portland downtown. Are, They're more downtown. Yes, the like what, what we thought. call hustle clubs, okay, which is where, hustle clubs. yeah, like where you have to hustle for champagne rooms and VIPs uh-huh. and stuff. Like the clubs I work at right now, they're, I, I call them show clubs where it's okay. more just stage. Yes. But I don't know what other people refer them or refer to them as. Yeah, yeah. to them as. But up, but up, but up. You said you were going to stutter. Today. That wasn't even a stutter. I know, I know. That was good. So, yes. So, that's what I'm trying to like distinguish between is like Devil's Point. Sometimes at Devil's Point, like during Stripperoki, the room, like the private dance area is seated with customers. Yeah. Like there's not, it's not even available really because it's almost 100% money that you're getting on stage that night. And then maybe, and, and women don't, aren't even really walking the floor at Stripperoki that yeah, much. They're it's usually so, back and forth from stage to the Yeah, and for Stripperoki, it's such a busy night that I don't think the girls really even have to focus more so on trying to get dances, which is nice. Just rotate five yeah. girls on stage for there's so four much five hours. On stage. There's a lot of money happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Stripperoki is so fun. It is fun. Um, it's my it's favorite so thing. I wish every. I wish I could go. I've every never Sunday worked night. it, but I go as a customer. You never worked it. I've never worked it, but I go as a customer. Oh, but yeah, I haven't worked it. It's more of like stripperoki night is more of like a seniority thing. Like if you've been working imagine. there longer, which I understand completely. Yeah. you sort of have to like earn your rank, but it's so it's such a blast. It's the best. 
uh, yeah, if you um, are ever in Portland, Oregon, stay an extra for a weekend, stay that extra night, and go to Stripperoki on Sunday yes. uh, night. It's it's really really fun, and it's at Devil's Point, your mm-hmm. home club. Um, anything else on like the like what makes for a really good customer and what you appreciate them doing or saying or, uh, or maybe not saying, but really like the good stuff. I think that, I mean, I think that's it, honestly. Yeah. Understand I f- what's going on. Understand. Yeah, just understand, understand what's situation. going on. Be respectful in every sense of the word. Yeah, I, um, and I think, I think a lot of guys play dumb or customers play dumb, but there is definitely, we would encourage, I would encourage you to, to ask. Yeah, you know? always. And always, like, if you, the number one thing, too, is if you're not sure if touching's loud, ask her right like you never just assume that you can touch don't and you spank tucking, her ass yeah and, like, and like tucking dollars and panties counts as touching a yeah. lot of people don't think it does you're touching us yep so and it's like always will, ask i've seen a lot of customers like do extra like yeah like go to tuck fingering. the dollar and then just like touch yeah 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 You're like no god it's my job to be sexy but like it's not my job to let you touch me right right um that's been the, I mean, that's the most common answer. And I think that it's going to be, you know, when people listen, they're going to be surprised and maybe even disappointed of like, oh, I didn't know that was a thing. And it's like, yeah, it is a thing, but also it is such a fun experience. Yeah. When you're respectful to the dancers, uh, they give you a good show. Yeah, it's a lot better because we're more comfortable around you. We feel more comfortable, like, getting closer to you, like, putting our tits in your face. Right. It's more fun for us. So it's like when you're trying to touch and stuff, you're not going to have as good of a time because we're going to be hesitant. Yep. And your private dance is going to stink, especially. Yeah. It's going to be like, well, I'm going to stay further away from you. Yeah. And it's going to be a nice, good private dance. Yeah. So just don't touch. Tuck your hands under your butt. And, yep. Well, I mean, don't. I don't know what you're doing down there. But uh, I don't. <laughs> uh, so people in your life know um, you've dated mostly strippers. So all of them, I'm sure, have known. Um, and you're going to keep doing it forever. I mean, honestly, I want to I love it so much. I want to yeah. milk it as long as I can. Yeah, absolutely. But I as of yet, I don't. Or as of now, whatever. Sure. I don't really have like so much of a plan as to what's going on next. And you know what? I have no shame in that. <laughs> That's great. I almost hesitate that. I, I always find the right way to ask the question because right. I don't want to be the presumption of listeners or anybody to think like. I have plenty well, of hobbies that I would stop. love to. You yeah. have to stop at some point. Like you're I'd gonna love get to like, eventually pursue Jesus. something else. But right now I just love dancing. What are some of the hobbies that you like to do? I mean, they may paint. not become work or may become work. What do you, yeah, I what do you write do a lot not? and I paint in like oils and watercolors oh, cool. and stuff, which that would be tough to pursue. But writing, I'd love to, I used to publish articles and stuff and I'd love to do that again. It's just tough to get paid for. Yes. Yes. Write jokes. Oh, God, I'm not as good as that or <laughs> at, at that as you are. I hope not. If you were, <laughs> I would be really upsetting probably for me. I'll leave that to you. Great. You'll have to come to the show uh, next time I have a show in town. Okay. Um, so, uh, and uh, if you stop, uh, or if you do have like, man, I would like job wise, like dreamed architect dream job or like dream job yeah i mean it's stripping right now because it's so good yeah but it's stripping right now did you but... grow you probably at 
eight years old weren't like, I'm going to be a stripper. No, I, no, <laughs> definitely not. I mean, honestly, I did know I wanted to try it pretty young. That's funny. Like probably around 18, right? When it was an option. Yeah. I thought about it, but no, my yeah. dream job was, um, I mean, I had it for a time. It was when I was modeling okay. and then, right. yeah, it's just, that was short lived too. Cause once you turn like 25, you're considered old. You're like an ancient. Yeah, old pretty mid. much. Um, but yeah, I had my dream job for a minute. I'm good now. Gotcha. So you've done, you've done, I interviewed, um, in Portland, someone who started at 49, Alice. That's rad. And is 51 now. And I'm want to make sure I get the names. It's hard to get the names right. Cause you guys and your fake names. Right. I mean, it's yeah, like Sasha's my best friend, name. I know, right. My best friend, she's still doing it and she's killed it and she's made like a name for herself and everything. And she's 44 now. That's awesome. Still doing it. Great shape. Beautiful. And that's who you were living in LA. Yeah. You want to give her a shout out? Who's Malice. Malice. Her Instagram's at official Malice McMahon. I just got her name tattooed on me. Holy hell. <laughs> I'm like, she's 44. She's not going to fuck me over. <laughs> she's got her shit together that's really great i owe a lot to her she's done a lot for me so that's really great and you guys uh is it weird let's see think about this i mean gay guys do it is it weird to have like a really sexy hot best friend <laughs> i mean bizarre? it's just it's just like with anything like you could have like a female friend that you just feel platonically towards. Like I love her so yeah, much. Yeah, I I, she's probably like my favorite person, but sure. it's just, we're very, we're platonic. Sister. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about like if sure. anything happened, but we were like, no, we wouldn't want to fuck up our friendship. All right, great. Don't be, you know, right. You'd end up being malicious. Hey, oh am I right? Ladies, unless you're a saint. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, okay. Saint Sasha on Instagram with an extra A at the end. Yes, Sasha. Um, and uh, you're living in, in Portland and you love it and it's the best and it's amazing city-wise. Yes. It's, I, but I visit here, yeah. I love it. But uh, what about living here, is it? It's my favorite city I've ever been to, oh, let wow. alone lived in. It's beautiful. We have everything here, nature, forest, downtown. We have mountains. There, You can do anything here. You right. really can. And I love, because I don't drive or have a car, that the public transit uh, is so, it's safer than any city I've been in. I see. Okay. So you don't drive. Yeah. Do you, um, so with all this money that you're making. Yes. Just loads and loads. And yes. Stacks and stacks. <laughs> just sometimes. Sometimes. What? Like, honestly, not that much. I but. hear you, I hear you. But what do you do? Like, uh, so you live and you don't drive. Yeah. Uh, what do you do? What do you do with all your money? Honestly, I'm the worst. Like, don't ask me this question. I'm All the worst right. with money. I just, I, I spend way more than I should. Just, just on, yeah, like, uh, I don't Clothes? know. Online shopping, travel. man. <laughs> it gets to me. No, I, I don't so really have to now? spend money on travel. I fly for free because my mom's a flight attendant. Oh my gosh. But no, it's you stupid no shit. <laughs> I buy like shit that I just shouldn't. Clothes, shoes. Honestly, most of it goes to makeup okay. for work and stuff. Right. It is expensive to buy all the things that you have to buy for. Yeah. Uh, in Canada, was I, mean, I don't know if this is true in, what was it, Kitch, Kitchener? Kitchener, Ontario. Uh, the club I was just at in Edmonton, the women had, like, women who can work the stage and who can't yet. And the when, women who can't work the stage yet, it's because seniority and experience in this. Really? I've but never also, heard of that. Yeah, they have to... Um, 
to work the stage, you have to do promote. You have to do promote have four costumes. They call them costumes, four like legit different costumes, and then you have to have posters of yourself. So you have to do a photo shoot. Jesus Christ! And have these posters and and magnets, and so on stage. Instead of everybody giving money as you're dancing at this particular club, uh-huh. they're just sitting there, not giving any money. That's fucked up. End, Pardon my French. <laughs> no, it's fine. And at the end, though, not everybody, but mm-hmm. almost everybody, because it's loonies and toonies, it's coins. Yeah. So then at the end, they literally roll up the poster to make it like a basketball hoop. Uh-huh. And this sounds like a fucking nightmare to me. Throw so drunk, no, white no, never, never. Canadians are trying to play basketball. Oh my god! Like the wrong people, so they're just like bank shot off the head and like Jesus, missing and like, no. And then they come pick it up with a magnet. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I no, didn't have the club coins, I worked at was fine. So it was I just normal. Gave Amer- you know, American dollar singles was they're fine with. Yeah. More and then like I gave them five dollar bills because I was like I'm not throwing coins. Yeah. You. I've heard it called making it hail instead of making it That's, rain. That's no, absolutely not. Never, I would never work uh, there. Which is weird. So then, there, then there was women on the floor. That I was like, oh, okay, when, are you going to go up stage soon? They're like, oh, I, don't, I don't, I can't work the stage yet. I've only been doing it for a, a year. And I was like, a year. That's so weird to me. And like, I've been a year, and so I don't. I gotta be able to afford my four costumes. Be afford. Be able to afford the photo shoot. Be able to afford to print all the posters and magnets. Damn. And, and then also have a stage act. And then I can do stage. Yeah, that's very strange to me. I've never even heard of that like concept. And then stage acts are like some of them, like a fire breed, like blowing fire or like a ring. Oh, Devil's Point used to do that. Oh, okay. And then there's like some new laws against it now, but uh, yeah. Because doesn't uh, don't they don't still do that at uh, what's that Sunday? They do night? it at Sinferno. Yeah, yeah they do it at Sinferno. I th- I think they do. Yeah, I think they used to at least when I was there. You that must have to have ago. like some sort of license or some shit for. Right now Probably i don't know be a certain size of a club maybe yeah like a certain amount of like i don't know fire code stuff <laughs> or just break the law all right so we uh we're gonna have to wrap up you gotta go take <laughs> i have to clothes. go to work you gotta take your clothes off i gotta go take my clothes yeah. off all me. right so uh thank you so much you were great thank again you. check out the patreon see a video of the episode uh also on instagram visit Sasha at Saint Sasha with an extra A on the end. You can also check me out at Stripper Podcast or at Mr. Corey Michaelis. If you enjoy the show, go on our Apple iTunes podcast page and give us five star review with nice words. Uh, if you did not like the podcast, it's weird that you're still listening. Uh, <laughs> but also, don't say shit. Why would you do that? Don't be negative. Right. Um, and uh, bye, everybody. Bye. bye.